Hello there, and welcome back everyone. I'm Daryl. And I'm Katie. And we are the Serial Nerds Podcast. And this week, we're, we're going to be talking about Ebony's favourite fantasy saga, Twilight. And also, believe me, the abduction of Lisa McVeigh and Bo Burnham's new Netflix special, Inside. Yeah, I've never seen Twilight. I yes. saw the first movie when it came out because I was just curious and I didn't like it. So I was like, I'm not watching the rest of them. I'm a waste of my life doing that. And then this week I was like, Darren, I think we should watch Twilight. <laughs> it was terrible. It was genuinely Yeah, I'm so glad I didn't waste my life watching that. Like, my dad loves Twilight. My dad's a, a str- strangely obsessed with Twilight. And so every time I saw him, we watched it. <laughs> I also I went on a date to go see Twilight so I have Ew. bad uh, yeah I know someone <laughs> dated me Ugh. Ew. ew yucky um, and go to show how bad the movie was we actually watched it <laughs> um, but yeah like I've I've seen all the Twilight movies I'm not embarrassed to say that I'm ashamed to say it not embarrassed but watching them with Katie and seeing her reactions to the ridiculousness of those movies is hilarious. Like, in some parts, they're sparkly. In other parts, they're not sparkly. My, my only Volvo. thing is, why was Jacob always there? Why was he shirtless? If they had, a like, a bad... Like, they didn't like each other. Uh, but Jacob was always there. Jacob was in love with Bella. I don't care. Like, if they have such a horrible relationship between vampires and werewolves... Why would he be anywhere near them? Didn't matter who was there or anything. Katie, I don't think you understand the message of the movies. Love conquers all. Love conquers nothing. Especially the love of a CGI baby. <laughs> Jesus, a CGI baby. Watching oh the, fir- like the, fir- the first one's nostalgia. The first one's iconic. Oh, that's when Jacob finds love. Yeah, <laughs> and bad wigs. <laughs> <laughs> but the first one is iconic with like the soundtrack, with like it came out and there was a massive buzz about because like finally it's a girl fantasy movie does that make sense no because i didn't like it so i don't think it's you're not target audience yeah but it's not a girl's fantasy it's just a fantasy well it was targeted towards girls yeah but it wasn't because as you said your dad likes it yeah my dad's a big girl (laughs) you liked it i'm a big girl (laughs) well i I must be a boy then because i I did not like it. it i had the long hair to prove it I did not like it, and now, I was so glad I didn't waste my teenage years <laughs> fantasizing about those two because well, I was that was just I was Team Jacob, and I still stand on Team Jacob till this day. I used to be Team Jacob because it used to annoy the girls in school. <laughs> like, oh my god, what do you mean? I'm like, oh, Team Jacob all the way. <laughs> she didn't know what she know you didn't know what it meant, but you were still Team no, Jacob. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just to fucking piss off, just to annoy people. All the Team Jedwards. It's like the bit where like there's some fucking iconic moments in the first movie though, like when that running, oh, <laughs> or <laughs> where she first walks into the classroom and Edward oh, sees yeah. her. It's it's like, <laughs> 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 oh my god! It's like she smells and I'm like did I oh, do I oh. oh can we just talk about Christian Stewart's acting? No, oh, she's can terrible. We? How she did any movies after this was unbelievable. You, you nicknamed my daughter at the Loch Ness Monster. <laughs> hey, you didn't think that line was real. 
He said to me before we watched the movie, and I was like, oh, that's obviously a meme or something, a Reddit thing going on. That cannot be a line in the movie, but it was there, (laughs) and it was disgusting. And then the actor, then Rami Malek, they wrote Rami Malek into the, was it the fourth one? Yeah, but was this not one of his first kind of movies? I think it was, because he had Night at the Museum, I think, under his belt. Oh, at the time of doing that? this, because he was the pharaoh yeah, in the Night yeah. Museum. Yeah, but I, I don't remember know if that, but I don't know which one came first. I'm looking it up now, that's okay. So, Rami Malek. Like, that being said, though, like... But everybody's acting in Twilight was terrible. Especially... Yeah, especially Chris was bad, and, and so, were, so were the brothers, the, the two vampire brothers, the two bros, the two... <laughs> fuck it, <laughs> On the wedding night? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, we're going to go out and do... Uh, okay. okay, let's have a look. So, he was in Night of the Museum before he was in in Twilight. Okay. Alright. Yeah. I'm just having to look him up. 2006, he was in the original Night of the Museum. Yeah. 2009, he was in the second one. Oh. And then he was in the TV show The Pacific, which is like the Band of Brothers movie. Okay. Um, And then he was in Twilight in 2012. Did that he was come in Breaking Dawn Part 2. Huh? Did that come out in 2012? 2012. Nearly I was 18 10 years ago. And all the girls were talking about that. That's disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> and then he was in Load of Love. Then he did a small movie called Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. Only and small. like a tiny TV series called Mr. Robot. Nobody knows what that is. It's still a TV show that I watch. He's very good in it. He's... Yeah, nobody knows what that is. Everybody knows what Mr. Robot is. It's on Amazon. No. Well, it looks like we're watching Mr. Robot. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, but yeah, like the Twilight Saga is the piss to resistance. It is cream of the crop of. I'm just shit. delighted that Fifty Shades came out of it. Yeah, Fifty Shades is a Twilight fanfic. So she wrote Fifty Shades with the characters. Of Ste- it's not Stephanie Meyer here. Stephanie Meyer wrote Twilight. Who wrote. Yeah. Um, Fifty Shades. R.L. Stein. <laughs> That's Goosebumps. No, something great. Not great. Um, oh, R.L. James or something like that, wasn't it? Something like that. I'm looking up. But yeah, Twilight was the precursor for Fifty Shades Grey. Yeah, I just like Fifty Shades, so I'm just happy that it came out of that. Built. It's pure built. E.L. James. E.L. James. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but, but you can see the, similarities between the two. Between, you can. Like, you can see like, like the way that Edward shit. doesn't want to touch Bella is like Christian Grey not wanting to touch Anna. And then the werewolves in Fifty Shades Grey... Are like the werewolves from Twilight. No, the werewolves will be like the junkie guy. Is the her boss, the, Anna's boss, that tries to sexually assault her? No, he'd be the bad vampires. Oh, the Volturi. Oh, is her friend then? <laughs> when I said vampire mafia, the about the Volturi. I didn't know what was going on. It's like yeah, vampire mafia. It's like what? Yeah, it's like and the Illuminati for vampires. And I was like, oh yeah. That's the mafia. It's like the Illuminati for vampires. And the guys acting Michael Sheen. God damn, I'll never respect you again, Michael Sheen, you bastard. <laughs> the, the the main bad guy from the Volturi. The fellow who, who laughs funny. Who's that? Uh, my, Michael Sheen. He's a Welsh actor. Oh, I didn't know him. He's in loads of shit. I probably know him from something. I'm going to get what he's in for you now. Just to, Oh, the dad from the Twilight. The fucking dad. No, Charlie. <laughs> Bella, I've been drinking. <laughs> he doesn't get an awful lot of lions. He does not, but every second he's on the screen is fucking magic. 
when he's cleaning the gun and he's like, Dad, I want you to meet my boyfriend. He's like, all right, bring him in. The <laughs> gun sitting on the table. I don't think you'd recognise Michael Sheen from anything, to be honest. No, I don't think so. Um, uh, he's in Twilight. Yeah. He's in Doctor Who. Yeah. He's in Tron Legacy. No, I never seen him. He was in Tinkerbell and the Great Fairy Rescue. <gasps> was he a voice? Yeah. Oh, wow. He plays Dr. Griffiths. Oh my god. I know, right? He voices the white rabbit in Alice in Wonderland. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's also in Twilight. Nice. He was in the movie The Damned United, which is meant to be very good. I've never saw it. He was in Blood Diamond with Leo. Who was he? In Blood Diamond, he was Rupert Simmons. I think he was like a contact or something. Oh, okay. That's another good movie. He was also Tony Blair in The Queen with Helen Mirren. I've never seen it. It's not worth it. Yeah, I well, she won an Oscar for it, so yeah, she it's Helen Mirren. Yeah, she's just good at everything. She might win an Oscar for fucking Shazam. Shazam. <laughs> she might. I hope she does. Uh, but like Twilight is just, it's an amazing. It's, it's not worth the watch. It's it totally is. Just to say you've watched it. No. Just to say you've watched that garbage. No, as someone who didn't like it when I was younger, I don't like it now, and I kind of feel like I wasted a week watching it. You did. You definitely did. Yeah, like I could have watched all of Friends in that time. You, you fucking could have. <laughs> that's kind of that's a scary thing, isn't it? Yeah, I could have watched all of Criminal Minds in that time. Even with problematic Gideon. Yeah, I heard he. I heard he was meant to be terrible. He's the best. Yeah, but I heard he was meant to be like terrible to deal with on the set. Oh, probably, but yeah, like he locked himself in his in his trailer and he was late and all the shoots and all. And they had to change days, yeah. but that's just hearsay, Hollywood hearsay. That's all I. Like. Yeah, that's there's a lot like. of actresses that are like that, but they still work at the business. Like true, true. but to think now that Edward Cullen is going to be Bruce Wayne, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's full I hope circle. He runs as fast as that. I hope <laughs> Bruce Wayne drives a Volvo. <laughs> it must have been sponsored by Volvo No, apparently in the book She keeps making mention of his Volvo Oh, oh it was Volvo? Don't care, you weird <laughs> I was going to say that and I didn't want to make it weird And you made it weird It's Volvo It's Volvo Look at my god, Volvo. look at Edward's Volvo She just misprinted it <laughs> That's where 50 Chase came from hey. And then he entered the Volvo oh. Is that how it works? No. I should know this. I have a baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then what happens? So boy falls in love. Vampire, hundred and nine year old vampire falls in love with sixteen year old girl. Father doesn't find it weird. Family doesn't find it weird. Police should investigate. He's not. He's a hundred and nine years old. Kate. Yeah, but they don't know that. He knows it. Yeah, well, that's and he's still. Went after a 16 year old girl. There you go. Don't start bringing her dad into it and all because he doesn't know. Are those, are those graduation caps? I think it's fun. <laughs> Shut up. Red <laughs> That man was drunk. The whole wedding. That yeah. man was locked. Do you know if the, brides have, the bridesmaids have red eyes? Um, why do they all look like they're malnourished? Why do they all look related? <laughs> oh, because it's family. No one, ignore me. But then I love in the, is it the last movie? The second last movie is where they get married, right? I think so. Because in the second last movie, they introduce, the second last movie, they introduce all these new characters. All these new relatives, all these new... Oh yeah, the people help. that are coming to help yeah. them. Like, even at the wedding, you get like introduced to all these Italian relatives and these relatives that live up in Alaska. And it's like, oh great, new characters. 
We're like, we learn nothing about. Huh? We don't get to learn anything about them. We learn a little bit. A little bit, but not enough to bring them all in. Like, I love the way that this, the Edward's sister, the one who hates Bella, but grows to love her. Rose, yeah. Rose gets a backstory. Jasper gets a backstory because he was in the Civil War as a vampire. On Battle Scars. Yeah. But the other two don't. Even I really th- want to know Emmett's. Emmett's the monkey man, right? The big, huge lad, yeah. Okay. Who- I want to know what his was because Rose talked about hers and said that she turned Emmett. Yeah. So I want to know what was happening when she found him. Mm. Why Why he got, why he got turned. Why, why she chose him. Jeez, Emmett's in The Expendables 3. Ugh. So I just have to look it up. He's known for all the Twilight movies, but Expendables 3 popped up. We had to watch and then Alice one. is the one that found Jasper. Yes. When he was part of this... Murder cult. Cult, yeah. Murder cult. Yeah. So I want to know, where was she before that? Yeah, what, what, what's, what's, what's Alice's and Emmett's backstory? Because we get nothing for those two. And Alice... And Rose's one like wasn't a, even a, that good. Jasper's was... Great. Jasper's was good. Rose's wasn't. I thought it was funny watching her burst through the door in the wedding dress. Yeah. I was a bit extravagant back then. <laughs> For a person that says she didn't enjoy it, you seem to be enjoying it. No, she didn't say that she did. She said she enjoyed that because it was vengeance. Yeah. Because so she is Robert Pattinson. I'm also have to find out the guy who played Emmett was also in the Annoying Orange movie. Oh, God. Oh, Jesus. 2013. Ugh. Just after Twilight. Just after Twilight. Need that Need money. another gig. <laughs> he needed that money. <laughs> like I don't think any of his movies go over a seven. Nope, none of his movies go over a seven. Over a seven, what? Rating seven out of ten. Oh yeah. Like he's in this one called Seven Guardians of the Tomb that looks a lot like Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh yeah. And it has a four point five. Nice. Hell yeah. Why the Twilight getting Rotten Tomatoes? Rotten yeah. Tomatoes Twilight. OG Twilight. Yeah. Let's have a look. Have it here in front of me. OG Twilight got... I don't want to see Eclipse. I want to see the original. Back in 2006. Seven, we said, wasn't it? Mm. That's a clear. Here it is. Uh, on IMDb, it has a rating of 5.2 out of 10. On Rotten Tomatoes, it has a 47% on audience score and 49% on Tomatoes. So it's pretty tomatoes. pretty close. Oh. I'm, I'm after finding someone's review that says... 10 out of 10, guilty pleasure. If I saw this movie now for the first time, I know I will probably hate it. But the 11-year-old in me was so in love struck by that. Honestly, no movie these days makes me this happy anymore. Also, I think this one, the first one, is so much more cinematically pleasing. I enjoy this dark blue rainy vibe and shaky camera a lot. This movie is my guilty pleasure. 10 out of 10 for nostalgia. But now, being said, the the, the soundtrack for Twilight is unreal. I didn't like it. You didn't? It's full of Paramore and Muse. Yeah, I didn't like it. Oh, it's baller. That's not my kind the of thing. baseball scene where Supermassive Black Hole starts playing. Oh. Yeah, I didn't know what that was. Oh, my God, Jesus Christ. Oh. Yeah, so if you're looking for something to watch. <laughs> if, you, um, if you want to give it a go and, and see if you like it, yeah. See what because... all the negative hype is about. That's what I was doing. <laughs> okay, I literally was it one night. Was it one night or one? Was I off work or was I? Was it one night where you just said, "Let's watch Twilight," and I was like, "Um." I think I saw a clip of it on TikTok. Yeah. And I was like, I think that's. I want to watch that. I was like, I want to watch it just to see. 
if it's any good because I've never seen I've seen the first one and the whole way through it I was eye rolling because I was trying to be an edgy teenager and I didn't like Twilight so I'm not even gonna enjoy this movie and then I was like I might as well just watch the other ones and see what they were about but yeah I wasted my time but he doesn't have a bed because he doesn't sleep but then he bought a bed because he doesn't sleep he bought a bed for when they moved into their house cut to sleep in to sleep those audio listeners will know i am winking <laughs> to yeah, sleep uh-huh uh-huh did the rest of the family have beds then uh we don't know carl <laughs> carlisle <laughs> i'm sorry this movie had the stupidest fucking names yeah they were victorian names oh carl if you're shopping for your car in a supermarket where'd you go the carlisle <laughs> so if you're looking for something to watch, um, I'd recommend watching, believe me, The Abduction of Lisa McVeigh. <laughs> I wouldn't. Oh, you wouldn't? No. Was it Traumatising. <gasps> Trauma. I thought it was like it was bad. Like, it's worse than Twilight? No, no, no. Okay. It's traumatising. Like, if you're ready for a cry and then to feel absolute horror and your and stomach just to feel sick for about 20 minutes of the movie, then watch it. So I actually didn't get a chance to watch it. I was, I think I was. You were in college. I was doing college work. So yeah. I'm going to pass over to Kay and she's going to explain. You want to explain just the premise and how you felt about it and what you thought about it. Yeah. And if I have any questions, I'll jump in. Yeah. So it was about the abduction of Lisa McVeigh. And at the start, you see, she works in a donut shop. She's only 16 or 17. And um, so she she's cycling home one day. I one the first time you see her cycling home, there's a car sitting on the side of the road, and you're like, "Oh, what's going on?" And then you get a flashback of her lying in bed and somebody coming in, leaning over and unbuckling her belt. Oh! So automatically go straight to, "Oh, she's either been molested or this is after the attack." Okay. The abduction and. You just don't, like, you don't know where you are there. And then it goes back to the next day. She goes back to work. But before she goes to work, her sister rings her and they're talking. And she lives with her granny and her sister lives with their mom. Yeah. And then you see the granny's boyfriend going over to her before she goes to work. And, like, puts his hand on her and is like, you're getting paid today, yeah? Make sure you bring back that money to me. That's a good girl. As soon as you hear that word, you're like, oh, should, don't should, like them. Should we throw a trigger warning out here just in case? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, 100%. Like, if you're, yeah. if, like, a, that's why I said it's traumatizing yeah. at the start. Like because from, it isn't a nice movie to watch. Like, it's not a nice thing to be like, oh, yeah, I'll just sit down and watch this. This is emotional and, mm. like, triggering. So, if you don't like that kind of stuff, I would not recommend this movie at all. Because it is for true crime lovers that want to know the story. But at the same time, you have to have a strong stomach. Yes. Like, from the bits, I, I walked in and out and I saw bits of it. It was heart-wrenching to watch the bits that were on the screen. Um, Post-kidnapping and, and and pre-kidnapping of this 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 young this young girl, Lisa McVeigh. I'm just after reading that. The guy who plays the man who kidnapped her, Bobby Joe Long, yep. is the son of Donald Sutherland. Uh-huh. I'm just have to find that out. He's also the half brother Kiefer Sutherland. Like again, in the bits that I saw, the acting was amazing. Yeah. Like Katie Douglas, the girl who plays Lisa McVeigh. Oh my god, was amazing! Stellar. She is tiny. Yeah. <laughs> the bits that I seen her with someone else, like she was talking to 
even exactly. like lying on a sofa she looked tiny and i was like oh my god how tall is this girl yeah like like it's based on a true story correct it is yeah it's from canada okay the girl from Canada got kidnapped. Yeah, like, I'm just looking through the case here now, and what this girl went through was fucking traumatising. Like, you were saying, like, with her with her, with her grandmother's boyfriend. Oh, sorry, it was in Florida. Oh, it was in Florida? Yeah, sorry. No worries. The girl that played her is from Canada. Oh, Katie Douglas. That's, that's where I'm getting mixed up. <laughs> um, but, like, the bit you told me, with, like, her grandmother's boyfriend sexually assaulting her, and the grandma just letting it happen. No, the grandma... Oh made her come to live in the house to be oh boyfriends. okay like i said i, I saw it briefly you're watching it throughout so i'm just yeah, like the granny's saying like you don't say anything about anything that happens in this house and you mm. will do this and you will so you can keep a, a roof over your head like it was so messed up and then she rang the mom and was telling the mom what the granny was letting the boyfriend do and the mom's like you think you're special you think nobody else is going through this? So, you know, the mom's been going through this since yeah. she was younger. And that's just how it was in that house, which is heart-wrenching. It was. Like, it was it was, it was, was a tough watch. Like, I, I like, usually... I, I used to think it's like a movie. I know it's like a movie, so it doesn't affect me that much. But with this one, like, with the acting from everybody in it, like the detective, the uh, Rusev Sutherland... And Katie Douglas, Rooster Sullivan, be the man who kidnapped her. It was just the acting was so on point. I I felt like I was watching a first hand account. Yeah, like and it's not even that. Like this girl is seventeen years of age. Yeah, and she had all the tricks of how to get this man caught. Oh yeah, like putting her fingers place the fingerprints in places where you wouldn't wipe clean, or you wouldn't like a man wouldn't think of mm. like wiping down the mirror or wiping down underneath the toilet bowl. <laughs> And then getting a hair clip out of her hair with hair on it and putting it underneath the bed. Uh-huh. Like, amazing. And like, recognising his shoes. I remember that bit. Yeah. Where like, she remembered a kangaroo in her shoes. How would you even think of that while you were going through that? She was a, she, to be honest, everything against her, she was a smart girl. She unbelievably crafty in ways she could eventually get this man caught. Yeah. Like, that bathroom scene where she's touching everything. She's touching every spot, like, underneath the, underneath the sink... She's touching underneath the toilet. She's touching the mirror. Um, yeah. It's just unbelievable to think that, like, those are spots you'd never think to clean. Well, I wouldn't. Like you said, yeah. most men wouldn't. <laughs> um, but it, it, it was astounding that this is the first thought to come to our mind. Like, not like, yeah. I need to find a way out. I was like, I need to find a way to get him caught. Yeah. Which... But as a sexual assault survivor, she ha- she's not going to get that shock that every other girl has. Because yeah. she's survived so long with this happening at home mm-hmm. that it i don't like i hate to say this but it's like second nature to her it's so like why second nature. it's not that she assault. wanted to remember it's not that no she wanted no no yeah. but like she it's not an awful shock to her body because it happens a lot to her unfortunately yes. and then she she wants she knows that once she gets if she gets if she plays her cards right she will get out of this scoffery mm-hmm. like she will not die like all the rest of the women did so she wants to pin him and make sure that they they catch him 
So it does not happen to anybody else. Yes. Like, it, 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 it wouldn't because they caught the guy and he was executed by a lethal injection in 2019. Oh, was he? Yeah, yeah. It says it here. Bobby Joe Long was eventually executed in prison by a lethal injection in 2019. Shit. I didn't know they were still doing it. Yeah. But, like, with most movies like of this kind, like, you normally see the person survive, the person caught, and then they go and live in their lives, a normal life. But this... Lisa McVeigh went on to become a sheriff's deputy. Oh, I know, and, and dealing with sex crime. Yeah, she specialised oh. in sex crime and protecting young people. It made me cry. It did. I walked in and the movie was finishing. I just saw Katie sitting in the couch crying. Like, you okay? And I goes, she became a detective. Yeah. <laughs> and that man, like, that detective was the only one that believed her. Yeah. The rest of like, oh, her granny says that she's just looking for attention and this and... We don't know if it's true, and, and she's very calm for someone that's after going through this. That should have been your first thing that you acknowledged, is she's very calm for this. Maybe there's something else going on in the household or in her life that's making her very calm while this is happening. And just for reference, the detective's name was Detective Larry Pinkerton, played by David James Elliott. He's a very good actor. In that, although again, I saw him in passing, but the bit I did see at the end was very good. No, it was very good. Like, he, he, and like, that's what, like, you'd never think it is, but when he asked her name, mm. she gave him a wrong name. She also told him that she was 20 so that he wouldn't kill her because if he's, if she's a minor, he's gonna kill her. Yeah. Because that's twice you're molester now. Yeah, and then when and the you news... go to prison, you're gonna get back because they know you're you're touching under you touch an underage child. Yeah, um, but when like there's a scene in the movie where the news is breaking that the 17 year old girl was missing in a certain area, and he was freaking out because he thought, I was like, is yeah. that her? Is that her? You know, you said you were 20. Well, they didn't say that that she was not a 17. They said teen girl. Yeah, they said like there's so she a said, girl. "Oh no, my birthday's next week. I'm 20." Yeah. So that's like she's nine. She's not 19. She's 20. Where they just said teen, so that saved her. That helped her. If they had said 17 year old girl, he would have killed her. Yeah, he would have. Yeah, because that would have been a lot worse if he was caught after having done what he did with her and discovered that she was a minor yeah it, 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 like i said after reading about it now and your recollection of it, it, it's such a heavy watch yeah definitely. it 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 see it's not like a popcorn movie where you sit down bang it on and you feel happy after well there is that happy bit at the end where she she is yeah this one you get a little bit of a happy yeah where she comes out that she's the, the the deputy sergeant in the sex yeah. crimes division and she's helping protect young people in situations exactly like what happened to her. Yeah. But the build up to that was just heartbreaking. Yeah, it's a hard watch. It's a hard thing to just sit yeah. there. Especially if you don't enjoy true crime or anything like that. Like I enjoyed watching it because I like to see stuff like this. You do. To remind myself that this is going on in the world. Yes. Where was this? This was based in the... 80s. 80s, okay. I think. Yeah, because it says here, November 16th, 1984, he was arrested. Yeah. So it's the 80s. So it's, yeah, it's 84. Some crazy shit happened in the 80s. No stranger danger back then. There was. That was Reagan, man. Reagan was in the 80s. No. Just say no and say no to drugs and... Yeah, no, but stranger danger was the 90s. True. That's when that young boy went missing in... Was it Scotland where some man just abducted him straight out of the... uh, 
in the um, shopping center. The two kids? No, there was a... Um, the little something. boy that got taken by the two boys? No, 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 no. There's a different one. It was, um, I think it was Jamie something. Yeah, where... that's the one with the two little boys. No, no, there was a different one where this boy was in the shops with his parents and this man walked over and just grabbed his hand and he walked out with him. Um, I don't know that one, but the one that, that sounds an awful lot like that is the two younger boys take this boy called Jamie, take his hand and walk out of the place and beat him severely on the train tracks. Oh, okay. Um, the, Yeah, so I'm talking about James Bulger uh, or Jamie Bulger. He was... Yeah, James Bulger being abducted by Thompson. Um, yeah, so he literally, this guy literally walked in and... Oh, no, that's the same one. Yeah, you're right. Sorry. Yeah, I thought it was a different case. Yeah, it is the correct yeah. one, yeah. Yeah, it was the two boys that um, one of them walked in, took him, and they bet him. Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a tough story as well. That made par- every parent in the in the 90s nearly hold on to their child throughout their duration of a time in a shopping centre. Oh, there was a lot more than that as well. I know, I know, I know, but... It introduced loads of stuff with parents. Yeah, it was, it, that was a hard one for the kids because... Like you have to teach your child, don't go with other mm. kids either. Yes. Because sometimes you're like, oh, they're just two kids, they're just playing, it's grand. But then after that case, it was like, no, don't let your kids near anybody. <laughs> yeah, if you don't recognize, like that's like when the stuff outside schools happen where you have to be a parent or guardian or someone who's been signed as a parent or guardian or as a, a designated yeah. As person. someone that can collect you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's where that stuff kind of stuff happened. Because I'm sure before then, it was just the kids got let out and whoever was there was there. Yeah, well, when I was in school, we never had that. Exactly, that's what I was saying, before us. Yeah. Um, that's what I'm sure. I'm not 100% sure if that was true, but that's what it sounded like. But, like, the fact that this was a, a made-for-TV movie as well is ridiculous. Like, it looks like a big-budget movie. Feels like one. Yeah, but most of them always do because it was the 80s. So, you can have shoddy camera work. And you're like, oh, it's hey, hey, that wasn't shoddy camera. That was 4K. No, but you know what I mean? Like, it's with the hazy orange view yeah. of the camera. You're like, oh, yeah, 80s. And all the bad mustaches. Yeah. But, like I've said, and before, the waterbed. Huh? And the waterbed. Oh, don't. Ugh. That waterbed made me so uncomfortable. I hate waterbeds. That made you uncomfortable. Yeah, waterbed made me... I didn't watch the, I didn't watch the movie, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but waterbeds... Oh. But I'm sure if I watched it from the get-go, the waterbed would be the least of my troubles. Yeah. Yeah, but from your description of it the day after watching it, like you, like what that girl went through was harrowing. What that girl went through was harrowing. Like, yeah. she not only was sexually assaulted by her grandmother's boyfriend and her mother and grandmother knew about it, didn't care. She was abducted and sexually assaulted by a stranger. Who didn't even know her. Who didn't even know her. She was just abducted at random. But then we find out that he was also a serial killer. Oh, Jesus Christ. (laughs) Killing loads of women around the town and they couldn't catch him for it. But then Lisa McVeigh... But then they caught him for it because of all of her evidence that she left behind. Like, I'm sorry, smart girl again. I know it's a smart girl. Like, with that, what she did. Like, she didn't know she was going to survive, and she still did it. Yeah, that's unbelievable. Yeah. Like, I wonder what kind of reviews it got. That's my my question, because, like, we're giving it a rave review right now. (laughs) We really enjoyed it. Well, you did. I'm enjoying what you told me about it. Yeah. So it's believe me, because, like, no one believed her. Did her, her grandmother or something, from, like, the trailer you showed me, her grandmother just thought she ran away. 
No, her grandmother told her that she was telling lies because she told her granny that she had been abducted. Yeah. And sexually assaulted. And her granny was just like, oh, stop telling lies. You're just looking for attention. Oh, my God. Uh, on IMDb at the moment, oh, 4,453 reviews. Mm. It has a 7.1 out of 10. Wow. Yeah. That's I want to cool. see what else the um, what uh, Katie Douglas is in, the main girl. I want to see what else she's in because she... I believe she should, she should be in loads of stuff. She should definitely be picked up because she was a very good actress in all of her scenes. Like there wasn't like I think a she's scene. only starting out now. Apparently she's been going since 2007. Wow. Yeah, she was on like a few small TV shows, a movie here and there, nothing major, nothing like to show up on top 10 lists. She's in a few Netflix. Yeah, she's, she's only 22. Now. Is she? Yeah, so she's many years to go now. I have to look up tall, tall. I'm sorry, I have to look up tall, tall she is. Four Where? foot eleven. What? Four foot eleven. <laughs> that's that's my guess. She's five foot dead. Oh. Yeah. Jeez, that's tiny. How tall were those other actors? Probably fucking massive. Well, let's have a look at the the kidnapper. Bobby Joe Long, the character's name. He is six foot five and a quarter. Jeez, So he's a, nearly a foot and a half tall then. Jesus. <laughs> And where is the detective? There he is. What was he? I recognise him from something. I right? recognise him from something as well. Oh, I can't place CSI him. CSI New York. No. NCIS Los Angeles. Oh, maybe. I knew him. He's in Trumbo, Scorpion. He's in Mad Men. Oh, yeah. He was in uh, CSI New York. Yeah, we already know that. Wow, he is in nothing. <laughs> Lifetime movies. He was in Medium. <gasps> maybe that's where I know him from for those who don't know Katie and her Katie and her ma are obsessed with medium <laughs> I wasn't obsessed with her she was and I just end up watching most of them you were just in the room when I was on <laughs> yeah um, that's how I got into Friends there's, there's just back to the thing there's actually no trivia about this movie except for on April 23rd 2019 Florida Governor Ron DeSantis signed Bobby Lee Bobby jo, Bobby Lee Bobby Joe Long's death warrant this has been the first death warrant signed by DeSantis since he took office in 2019. Long's subsequent appeals were denied and he was executed by the lethal injection on May 23rd. He was pronounced dead at 6.55. He made no last statement. Yeah, like I have not heard of the, of someone being legally executed? injected. Getting the lethal injection in years. Yeah, that's like anyway, two years ago. Yeah. Two years ago, a few weeks that's ago. That's crazy. Yeah, that's mental. But like most states have like got rid of it, apparently. Yeah. Or they can't get somewhere to, um, to, to supply the, lethal, the injection. lethal injection. They can't find places that are doing it. Bring back the electric chair. Stop. Green Mile. That's bring what we need. Bring back the hangings. Oh, Jesus, no. Jesus, no. All right, that's bring back the man. guillotine. Yeah. Yeah. Guillotine the rich. <laughs> Oh. Let's go French Revolution on their asses. Yeah, 100%. Uh, speaking of French Revolution, oh. Bo Burnham's inside was released there recently. <laughs> because his hair and beard right, reminds me of Les Mis. Okay. No, just, uh, oh. I, I'm bad at segues. <laughs> I'm very bad at segues. <laughs> I'm bad on segues. I'm bad doing segues. It's a weight problem. But yes, before we move on to inside, like... Last thoughts on Believe Me, the abduction of Lisa McVeigh. I think if you love true crime and you are not looking for something as gruesome, like so not a lot of blood and gore, mm. this is a great movie. Like it's, would you describe it as like an emotional thriller? No, it's, it's, it, I think I'd, I'd put it down as a documentary. 
Okay. Not that it's a documentary, but you know what I mean? Like you're it's like following... a it's like a it's like a feature length recreation. Yes. And okay. which I enjoy. <laughs> That's a bit morbid. <laughs> no, I like to hear the stories. Like it was yeah. a great story. Like the, the nobody believed this girl. Mm -hmm. She found this one officer, like two women. They sent two women into that room to try and get that girl to confess that she was lying. And those two women did not believe her, even though she was on the sofa, curled up in a ball, telling her that telling them that she was sexually assaulted. It's ridiculous. And then they went to this thing. Oh, you, you, you're the best detective in the in the county. You go in and try and get her to confess that she's not telling the truth. <laughs> and then she goes in. And then he's like, why do you think she's not telling the truth? Oh, the story. She's too calm with this story. Probably because she's been sexually assaulted nearly her whole life. Yeah, like she has been groomed. Sorry, her whole adult life. Yeah, she's been groomed into this. Like, mm. So she sees a off window of opportunity to make herself, I don't know what the word is. Um, but like she tries to make him feel better so that he feels affection towards her. Yeah, so she almost tries to make him love her almost. Not, not love her, but like have yeah. feelings for her so yeah. he won't kill her because he'll feel bad about it. Not even that, where he thinks he can trust her. Yes. Because she's telling him that her dad is sick, dying. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. So then she says, you have to let me go and let me help him because... I see him as a good man like you. And as soon as she said that, I was like, oh, my God. Like, this poor girl is probably having a heart attack thinking, oh, my God, will you let me go? Will you let me go? And he let her go. And she ran like the <laughs> wind. And he couldn't find her again because he was trying to find her to kill her. But she ran and hid that he couldn't find her. Yeah. Very good. It I is a really time. enjoyed it. And... As dark as the story may sound, or as dreary as it sounds, there is a the positive ending. Like I know we went to the full spoiler talk about it, but we didn't go into as much detail as the movie goes into, and it'll no. be worth the watch just to see that W at the end where she becomes a, the 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 deputy sergeant. Definitely. Yeah, it's like she took like she could have went the whole of the direction with this. She could have went into a downward spiral but she took what was negative that happened negatively in her life and made it positive and she's making sure that that never happens to but another you know young person ever what again. made her that positive person what her auntie and her uncle you that nearly adopted her. bald when that bit happened bald because the whole time the only happy memories she has are with this aunt and uncle that had become estranged because the granny and the mum kind of pulled them away from the kids. Yeah. So they didn't know what was going on. Mm -hmm. I don't know who's auntie or who's side of the family. They must be on the dad's side of the family. Must be. Yeah, because I don't think um, a sister... Oh, the state of the, the nanny and the Maori, and I don't... <laughs> no, but you know what I mean? Like, I don't think a sister could not know what was going on with yes. their mother's partner especially one that had such strong feelings towards the kids yeah but from someone who's only heard about it from kate and seen snippets of it i'd highly recommend watch it. i might actually watch it myself once i get a free a free hour what was it, an hour and a half uh yeah yeah so once once i get a free hour and a half i'm actually definitely going to check it out and watch it in full and see exactly what happened but with kate's recollection it i'll is... watch it again okay watch <laughs> no butter perfect so I'll watch Twilight. We'll watch Twilight. No. <laughs> watch Never watching that again in my life. 
Speaking of never watching again in your life, Bo Burnham's Inside was no, released on Netflix. No, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Segway. No, you fall off segways. Oh, it, again, it's a weight issue. <laughs> I have bad balance. Bo Burnham's Bo Burnham's Inside. Is very good. Wow. It, I didn't know what to expect because I didn't watch a lot of his comedy specials yeah. before this. And as soon as it came on, I was like, I'm going to like this. Like Quirky. It's different. It's something that you're not going to see very often. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it. Like watching a special make happy and what? You see this pessimistic yet high energy young man on the stage running around making jokes about being depressed, jerking off and 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 all, all, all other shit. But watching this, it got real. Like, I don't know if he was acting in it because he's a very good actor. But that bit where he's trying to record was the bit where he was saying, like, he's been recording for over a year now and yeah, he couldn't he finish the over. sentence. He yeah, got really frustrated him with himself. Really annoyed and... Yeah, like, like you said... The Believe Me, The Abduction of Lisa McVeigh was hard to watch. It was hard to watch someone I've seen be happy and do comedy do that. Yeah, but, but again, that I don't just know shows if he's what everybody's mindset is I don't know if he's acting or not, because he's really good at doing that kind of stuff. Because, like, why do you think that everybody being at home yeah. is going to be so happy and so joyful? People haven't seen family in over a year. And it's just... It's it's gonna play with your emotions, yes. so it's nice to see someone actually appreciate that and show their true emotions. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of people will just slap a smile on their face, make the five, six, seven songs, and then not do anything else. About yeah, her. like this could have just been a, 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 an hour and a half long set of him just sitting one camera in one spot playing the many songs and having jokes in between but the fact that he made every song a skit every song has its own lighting every song has its own camera angles every song has its own story almost like he relates a lot of his new stuff to the pandemic like facetiming with his mom like not a lot of people can see their mom face to face but he's facetiming with his mom and he makes it so fucking funny and relatable because it's like my mom's covering her th- camera with her thumb. Like yeah. we all have parents who are who don't know about technology as much. Technology as... in a and what's the word? Technology. technology. In... What? I can't think of the word. It's fine. Was it part of the song? No. Oh, technology and politics. But yeah, like with that song, and then the song "Shit," where he's like, "Wake up at eleven thirty, feeling like a piece of shit." All my clothes are dirty, smelling like a piece of shit. It just shows that, like, this lockdown... Oh, It's not bag of shit. Oh, yeah, it is, yeah. But it just shows, like, this lockdown in the States, here, everywhere, is affecting everyone. Like, I'm sure he normally got up. He normally showered. He normally got up earlier than 11.30. But with this pandemic, everybody's clock is just knocked... Everybody's body clock is just knocked off. Everyone's emotional clock is just out of loop. Like I know myself, we I'm out of the loop as well. I'm sure you are, Kay, as well. Uh, no. We have Paige. She's still on. Yeah, I I kind of yeah. just go with Paige's schedule, <laughs> which is one fucking speed. Go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to the we're going to the park. We're going to the beach. <laughs> I'll run out into the garden with no shoes on. It's nine a.m. I'm up. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> it's half eight in the morning. Mam, 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 mam. <laughs> but um, yeah. Like, hey, what's your favorite? What was your favorite song from Inside? Oh, I can't remember the name of it. 
How's it go? I can't remember. You can't. <laughs> <laughs> was it not? No, it wasn't the problematic. It wasn't that one. No. My was it hands up? Get your hands up. No, that's your one. That is my one. Oh. Uh, was it the um the one the just after just after the instrumental instru yeah intermission intermission just after that I'm gonna have to look up I'm I'm gonna have to watch the special here really quickly I've watched it three times so far no I've watched it twice intermission um white wo- not white woman's Instagram no um look who's inside again uh, thirty yeah. all my stupid friends are having stupid children where he's in his oh jocks. welcome to the internet what welcome to the internet yeah I thought it was thirty when he's in his jocks. Uh, yeah, actually, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I love this. Why does he have two songs dedicated to Jeff Bezos? Oh, <laughs> it's because how popular Amazon's becoming during the pandemic. Do you know that his wife is giving away two hundred and fifty-six million to two hundred and eighty or two hundred and sixty-eight companies or something? So she's giving a million to each company. Jesus, you're far a fucking company. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we're talking Jeff Bezos. Wrong, we're Jeff Bezos' ex-wife, correct? Yes. Okay, not both. I read brothers. it today. Yeah, I was like, "Who was that?" I thought about giving away so much money to so many companies, and I was like, "Oh, I clicked into it." And was like Jeff Bezos' ex-wife. Yeah, but she's still probably uh, worth a fortune. She got money in the settlement. Oh, fucking definitely, she did. Yeah, they Hello, didn't have a prenup, prenup, so I keep forgetting. Bo Burnham is um. He is a partner. And she directed, she, sorry, she wrote the film Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist and Hustlers. She wrote and directed Hustlers. Nice. With J-Lo and Cardi B and all that. The one you liked but didn't like. Yeah, I wasn't a lover of it. <laughs> but, I liked how Cardi B had put up, oh my God, I'm in this movie, blah, blah, minutes. blah. was in five minutes of the movie. <laughs> Shaked her ass three times and then got out the screen. She got, like, she got her fucking money. She yeah. got her fucking money. I suppose so. Um, yeah, but like, back to the inside, it's it's a hard look at people's emotional state of this pandemic. I liked it a lot. Like, it's it's funny. It's serious. It is real. It's raw. It feels very raw uh, at some points. And then like seeing his hair and beard grow throughout the making of this shows how long he's been doing it. Yeah. Like, I loved it. I really loved it. I'm going to watch it again tonight. <laughs> I am. I know yeah. And you're gonna watch it with me? No. But like if you haven't seen it, watch it. Like if you're in the humor for like dark comedy black I'm like black comedy. It's not dark comedy. It is dark comedy. It's not. There is it some is parts comedy of... with dark emotions. Exactly dark comedy. Different parts of it. Exactly like... dark comedy. <laughs> okay. Like with the song um problematic where he's apologizing for his older songs and his older stuff that he did is very funny where he's like i when i was 17 i dressed up as aladdin he's like uh, what was it he said i i didn't darken my skin but it felt it felt bad it felt bad <laughs> but um yeah like it was really good it was a really good in-depth special and it's all him he had no crew he had no nothing he did all the lights he did all the sound or sound arrangement sound arrangement and for just him it was fucking top notch yeah i agree <laughs> thanks Kay. yeah i i enjoyed it it was very good yeah yeah like with with the way like no one's releasing specials no one can actually go out to the club or go out to a stadium and record a special and with bob and i'm doing this it may have set a precedent for people just doing them in the house do you think? Yeah, but I don't want it to go to that. 
No, I want this to be the la- like the, the first and only specialist summon in their house. Not even that. <laughs> I think it was good because he started it during the pandemic mm-hmm. when everything was closed. You yeah. did not go anywhere. Like you were told to stay in your house. That was it. So this was a good thing to show you how we got from that point where he was like, I have to stay inside so I'm going to do something productive to I want to get this finished. And I enjoy I. I enjoy making the comedy, mm-hmm. but I need to get outside. Yeah. But then as soon as he goes outside, he doesn't want to be outside. Yeah, like the bit where, like the last skit where he's outside and he tries to get back in and the yeah. door locks behind him. <laughs> and like when he says something like, he's been working on this project for a year now and it's kept his mind busy. Yeah. But when he's finished, he doesn't know what he's going to do. Yeah. That's like... like that's a scary thing for people that are doing things like that. Because yeah. like, once you keep going, keep going, keep going, you're grand. But then as soon as you stop, your mind just goes, oh, mm. what do I do now? Yeah. But there's probably people that are during this lockdown have done stuff to keep themselves busy. Like they've made a business from home. They've done um, something else from home. They've made friends. They've done Zoom calls to stay in touch with relatives or something like that. When the pandemic's over, are they going to keep doing them or are they going to stop doing them or what's going to happen? I'll hopefully be able to see everybody soon. Hopefully. Well, I'm going to be fully vaxxed by the end of this week. So I have a couple of weeks left. <laughs> what, two weeks, two weeks? Um, it'll be three weeks because you got yours last week. Three weeks on Friday, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited! I can't just can't hide it. Try to go back to the cinema, but there's nothing fucking else. You can go to cinema now, but there's nothing out. So yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to see Black Widow. No. But before we move on, Bo Burnham's inside. Ten out of ten would recommend. Yeah. If you're a fan of comedy, if you're a fan of musical comedy, if you're a fan of feeling really sad about being in the house. I'd recommend it. Yeah, definitely. It's good. If you just want something to laugh at mm. and just to enjoy, I would definitely recommend that. It was a surprise. I was going into expecting another Bo Burnham special where he's all high energy and happy and uh, running around. But then he's in the one room. He made it feel like he made that room feel so claustrophobic. Yeah, he was so tall. <laughs> he is tall. Genie. But like the- even he made the joke during it. He was like, is this man really tall or is this room really <laughs> yeah, small? Yeah, when he's doing like the Twitch stream. <laughs> I get a lot of people started Twitch streams during the pandemic as well. Definitely. I was one of them. <laughs> and now half of them are gone. Half of them are gone because everybody's getting back to work. Yeah. Oh, it's mental, mental business. But then again, some of them, like the few people I follow, uh, a few Irish streamers I follow, they're doing a full time now. Yeah. Well, because they took they off. they can, they might as well. Yeah, they took off. So they're not, I don't think they're looking on the back to work, but, but. I think that they're happy with doing what oh, I think they're happy with doing one second I think they're happy doing what they're doing on Twitch and not having to go back to work because they've built a following yeah but yeah, yeah white woman's Instagram to do it, why wouldn't you people are trying to cancel him over white woman's Instagram like how can he cancel someone over something that's fucking true like I don't understand it at all like, people are so sensitive towards things yeah. like that but like, he's not like, making fun of you he's saying this is how it is yeah like I've seen a lot of girls on TikTok who are using his audio, the white girl's Instagram, sorry, white woman's Instagram, and putting their own fucking Instagram post against it. Yeah, <laughs> the exact same. So funny. He knew he knew exactly what to do with that one. Exactly what to do. And then there was the campfire song, which is very uh, like a tone shift, which I thought was very good. What was it? The campfire one where he's playing the guitar. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, where he mentions like Logan Paul and all that jazz. Yeah. Um, that's very interesting. It's a good look at society with that one. There's one there's a word for you. Society. And then he talks that's about society. being depressed. <laughs> <laughs> like that one where he's like, he's like, I just 
when I'm awake, I feel, and then he starts singing. He's like, I got a feeling in my bones. <laughs> and like, there's all like rainbow lighting around him. And it just cuts back to him being really sad. Yeah. <laughs> so but, yeah, funny. Definitely would. If you have a free hour and a half, again, after watching, believe me, the abduction of Lisa McVeigh and the entire Twilight Saga, um, I would recommend watching Inside with Bo Burnham. Mm-hmm. Even, Maybe not on the same day. May, no, all the same. You can fit down twenty hours. No. How long are the Twilight movies? An hour and a half each. No, they're two and something hours each. Okay, so there's Twilight, New Moon. There's five of them. There's five of them. So five by two is ten hours. Then an hour and a half for Elise McVeigh, and then an hour and a half for um, Bo Burnham's Inside. That's what fourteen hours max. Yeah, you can do that in a day. <laughs> Have no other plans. Sure, it's a pandemic. What else are you doing? Mm. Everybody's back to work now. Everybody's back to work now. Back to normal. We're back to normal, folks. Oh, we're trying. Pubs are open for outdoor food. Cinemas are open. Pennies is back open. <laughs> what else is it? What else is yet to open? Football, pitches, trains. No, no everybody's back training. 15 people, though, isn't it? Yeah, but that's all you need. Once it's outdoor. And then, and then the gyms are back. Spectators at sports. Yeah, yeah, well, they won't be back for a while. Yeah. Well, in America, they're all back. Yeah, but that's because they're all vaccinated. True. True. Once our vaccinations are more than half, they're probably going to start doing it. Were you watching the uh, England match the other night on the on the on the foosball? I watched it with you there. Oh, you were there, weren't you? Great, perfect. Yeah. The English fans are absolute specimens. Uh, they're not. They're idiots. <laughs> idiots. Like they scored the goal, and they're jumping on the chairs, and they're jumping on each other, and everything else, and they're nearly breaking things. I'm like, oh my god, this is why people don't like you. Did you see this what? This is why nobody wants you to come to their country. Did you see? As soon as you just get drunk, you think everything is yours and you can just throw yourselves on anything. That's what the Walker Whisperer News put up and said. England fans disheartened having to tear up their own city. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and then just doesn't everybody feel was the same. like, why, why couldn't Ireland have a 25% capacity? And I was like, they probably didn't fucking want any of them over. No. <laughs> they didn't want any of the English over because they wrecked the place. They get a few drinks and them, they think they're mad. Like They think they run the world still. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for listening that, this week. No. We have been to Serial Nerds Podcast. If you wish to get in touch with us, you can reach us on all of our social medias where we are at the Serial Nerds. Or you can use a contract form through our website, linked in the description. Please don't forget to subscribe, like and share the podcast. We look forward to speaking with you in the next episode. Bye-bye. Bye.